0: You are Locked On Padres, your daily San Diego Padres podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Padres, but also the Locked On A's podcast as well. That's right, is a Locked On crossover event for Friday Or no, I'm sorry, Friday. Yes, no, wait, yes. Yes, Friday, (laughs) October 29th, as my computer almost falls to its doom. I, as always, am your host with sometimes occasionally, but certainly not always the most, Javier Reyes. Might be familiar with some of my baseball-related work at places like Baseball FYI, Friars on Base, Off Bench Baseball, or Just Baseball. You can check me out on Twitter at Javapeno, J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O, or at L-O underscore Padres for memes and stuff about the Padres which I do have both accounts. But like I said, it is a special crossover edition. I'm being joined by Mr. Jason Burke, the host and good buddy of mine over at Locked On A's.
0: Sir, how are you doing? Terrible. How are you doing? Uh, I'm only on other people's (laughs) shows for bad reasons, and this is not a great one. And uh, boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. Hey, man, flip the script. Ah, if anyone can see it. Can you see my shirt? I, Here we
1: go. Flip the script. Solid shirt. That's what it says. If you're watching the YouTube, go check that out. Locked on Padres and Locked on A's on YouTube. I am wearing uh, a Christmas yeah, man. sweater. So today... <laughs> oh, look at that. That's so cute. I, like that one. A... I need a Christmas Padres one. Yeah, I need a Christmas Padres one, especially with the season coming up. Um, guys, as always, thank you for making Locked on Padres and Locked on A's your hashtag first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms and for today's show why is jason on why i mean anyone who's following baseball at all for the past it'll be like 10 or so hours or what have you uh the big news dropped we've been waiting for it for a little bit no we haven't you know we have not been waiting for this Well, well, we've been the Padres fans have been waiting for
0: someone. okay, then yes, to come in. In in that regard, someone
1: (laughs) 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 they've been waiting for someone, and that happened yesterday. It was announced first by AJ Casaval of MLB.com that the Padres had selected, acquired, whatever terminology you want to use, their new manager following the departure slash firing. It was a firing of Jace Tingler. It is Bob Melvin, the manager, the highly, the highly respected. Mm I think is a word I'll go with uh, Bob Melvin of your team, the Oakland A's. So we got a lot, a lot to talk about. That's what today's episode is about because yeah. it really, it really made waves uh, because what's funny is yes, the Padres were searching for a new manager and we could talk about how you actually um, had predicted on one of your shows saying that they could be in play for Bob Melvin, but there was a lot of names thrown out there. I mean, I did an episode. on every, everybody from Mike Schilt who got fired very unceremoniously slash let go by the Cardinals, despite the great run they had. Then you had Mike Shosha was was brought into the conversation, back from Angels fame, which I just talked with um, uh, Steve Granado about the other day. You can check that out. Then we had Ozzie Gian's name getting flown out there. We had Bruce Bochi, We had Buck Showalter. We had Rod Washington. And then the guy that never was reported even once by Padres, as someone that they talked to, Bob Melvin, who had signed, all right, what, what was it that they did with him? They them? picked up his they option, did. and it seemed like that's they because they,
0: Bob Melvin wanted them to pick it up, so it was always up mm-hmm. to Bob Melvin whether or not that option would be exercised. They did exercise it like in June, and it looked like, yeah, he's going to be around for one more year, and then we'll see what happens from there, but apparently things have changed. Maybe that is a, a harbinger of things to come for the A's this offseason. Some people are saying it's because of money. It, he's not making enough money for it to be like, Oh, we're just slashing payroll, but they could end up slashing payroll. So it could be a harbinger of things to come. And I am so excited for future a seasons right now. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like,
1: like that's the thing is you just said like, Oh, I don't think it's, but I mean, I don't think you can ever underestimate the A's ability to want to just cut prices constantly. You know what I'm saying? It could be as, I mean, this is the same team that, you know, was worried about trading for Trevor story because they didn't want to pay him for one season, one half a season, actually. So like, that's well, the same team. I do.
0: I do want to argue on one word. And you said cutting prices. They are raising prices. They are cutting costs. Okay. That is the yes. difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> they, they almost right. double season get ticket right. prices for 2022. <laughs> it is absolutely bonkers out here in the Bay area right now.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, it's a tough time indeed, but like you know, I guess, is that basically what your first reaction was? Because I imagine that mine was just, look, I was literally just hanging out with my mom. We're finishing up. uh I- I've seen it before already, but rewatching Loki because she yeah. really wanted to watch Great it. Show. Great really love that show. Yeah, yeah, really loved that show. I don't know how that was the one show, semi spoiler alert, that nailed romance out of all the <laughs> MCU stuff. I don't know how that's the only one that ever did it. Right. That doesn't make any sense to me. But Disney, I guess you could say uh, is very weird. But it's it's kind of beautiful that that's the one that made it work. Um, and then I just get these alerts because I I'd left my phone alone for a second, like a real human being trying to enjoy life and all that it has to offer. And all of a sudden, everyone's freaking out. I got a couple texts and people were like, what the heck? Bob Melvin, he's going to to the A's. What were you do- or going to the Padres from the A's? What were you doing when the announcement? I had
0: gotten off of work and I was taking a 30 minute nap. And then my alarm went off and I was like, ah crap. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. Um oh, no. <laughs> so that's what I had my alerts off. The alarm went off. So I, I woke up when I was supposed to. It didn't wake me up. But uh it's a good thing that I had my alarm set for when I did, because I got to it like two minutes after it happened. And uh I, I put up the video on YouTube are locked on now. That was fun. Uh it, it wasn't fun to make, but it, I mean it was fun that I was like, ah, I was on top of this. That was cool. Um, and as you mentioned before, I did kind of predict this. A little while ago, I think it was two, mm-hmm. three weeks ago, there was all those rumors swirling. Ken Rosenthal had mentioned that the uh, the duo of Billy Bean and Bob Melvin could be a, a great pairing for the Mets, and he didn't say that they were right. definitely going, mm-hmm. but it definitely. When Ken Rosenthal reports something, he's not speculating a lot. There's usually some sort of a rumor, and I was like, yeah. I don't think that that's the match because be careful both to have say Ken
1: to- Rosenthal's name. To the yeah, it, you
0: you got to go all the way across <laughs> the country that Bob Melvin grew up in the Bay Area. He has roots here. Billy Bean's been here for over two decades now. He yeah. has roots here. They have families. Moving them across the country doesn't make sense. What does make sense to me is that, and uh, I think Jace Tingler had just gotten fired. <laughs> um, yeah. And I I said, the Padres are the team that scares me. If if Bob Melvin is going anywhere, it's probably to the Padres because who wouldn't want to go manage the San Diego Padres? They look like a fun, fun team. The A's might be in contention for one more season, but the Padres got a future and he would be a great guy to have over there. So the Padres were the team that scared me. And uh, the Padres, you know, ultimately took my manager away. So uh, that, that was me calling it. And I think that's as close as you can do, uh, as close as you can get to, calling it without saying he's going there. So uh, that was my claim to fame, I guess. <laughs> hey,
1: I mean, look, not everybody can be solely baseball over at Locked On MLB calling yeah. no hitters and stuff. I mean, that guy is Nostra, <laughs> Nostra Sullivan. You know what I mean? Like he's just, he's just unbelievable. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's genuinely just kind of one of those things where I, I agree with you, where it was like, when I heard those rumors too, I was like, all right, Mets fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, all
0: right, guys. Well, it, like, It's because the New York media will always be like, Hey, who, who yeah. are the best people out there? We're definitely getting one of these three. I'm like, yeah. David Stearns doesn't, they're not going to give permission because the the Milwaukee Brewers need David Stearns. They're not going to allow him to talk. Theo Epstein's enjoying being off. He's only going to come out of retirement for the perfect situation where the Mets going to give him everything that he wanted. Does he need to prove anything to the New York fan base? No. And then Billy Bean's been doing this. I think that maybe... If he wanted to go work with Sandy Alderson like a lot and have some money, sure, but it's Mm -hmm. not like their owner is not a headache in his own right. At least he doesn't have to deal with the A's owner talking a bunch of crap about the team that is being assembled on the field constantly on Twitter. So if you're going crazy owner for crazy owner, may as well go with the one that you know as opposed to going into a random situation, even though you get more money. And that's why I was like, I don't think Billy Bean's going anywhere. And he's not, he said no to the Mets. Maybe he's going somewhere else, but the Mets didn't make a lot of sense to me.
1: Yeah. You're right about the New York media thing. It's kind of like when Giannis or not, not Giannis when Kevin Durant was becoming a free agent the next year. And they were like, he's coming to the Knicks. It was, it was like kind of presumed. And I'm like, we haven't had one, Sole reason aside from they have cap space and need a good player, <laughs> that he's going to go there, and then all of a sudden he goes to Brooklyn. That, and that's all you need.
0: And if you're looking on because of the Bob Melvin news, you see all of the New York Met, or New York uh, Yankees fans doing their paint jobs, you know their bad photoshops of Matt Olson and pinstripes now because they need a first baseman, and so obviously the A's would trade them to the Yankees. Right. Yep. Um, and, yep. And I've seen all the, the fake trade packages and it's like, yeah, you guys get Luke Voigt and then Domingo Herman, who was suspended for domestic abuse. And then I don't know, like Gio Urshela, he can't play a position, but <laughs> those guys, that's a good package. I'm like, yeah, in a, in, the- in a microcosm, that's a great package. That's a not, that's not bad, but, the baggage that comes along with them and can they actually play are the a's actually trying to contend there's a lot of other factors that go in there and so i don't know that the yankees and a's actually match up but maybe they do and we'll see because they could definitely use somebody maybe they're going to send over jason dominguez and uh i'd be probably okay with that how how did he do is he good I don't think anyone knows. I don't think anyone knows. And I think that, look, look, I
1: mean, you're right though. The fake mock trades is one of my favorite things that happens. It's like, it's like the guy in your fantasy football league or gal. That's just like, Hey, so I really want Cooper cup. I can give you Julio Jones. Who's had one okay game this year. Lots of upside. And then James Conner out of Arizona. (laughs) If he stays healthy, I mean,
0: mean, he's a really good player. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things that
1: it's like, I gave you two good players for one, man. And it's like all those things. Um, But before we get into kind of like the specifics and stuff, Jason, before we get into specifics of Bob Melvin, who in fairness, people might not know who he is. Maybe we're being a little bit too baseball guys. You know what I mean? We're being a little bit too insider baseball is a term that sometimes people use. So that's insider why we, based, that's why I they mean. call us let's local. Let's talk experts. about something. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> let's call let's talk about something really quickly, though, that you don't need that much of a background into. You know what I mean? Because people who are exactly, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about if you're watching the YouTube video, you just saw it, we are talking about the best protein bars and not just San Diego, and not just New York, and not just Oakland, and not just the United States, but in the world, in the universe. The galaxy. They're of course the built bars, ladies and gentlemen. And what I love about them the most, and I know Jason can attest to this as well. Great variety of flavors. He just showed one to his computer, uh, which was great. They've got coconut. They've got cherry bar, raspberry, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies, and cream German chocolate. If you are watching the YouTube, you can tell by looking at me, I am not above having all these different type of sweets and stuff and what have you. Uh, So, you know, go check those out. But what I love about that also, on top of the fact that they also have new flavors coming out every five seconds, by the way, (laughs) is that they're protein bars, which means they're healthy for you, which I very much appreciate. And just how healthy, guys? Let's check out the macros: seventeen to eighteen grams of protein, calories ranging from one hundred and thirty to one hundred and eighty. Only four to five grams of sugar, and only four to five grams net carbs. Additional, amazing, all tasty, all healthy. They just, they, they just, uh, they just get the job. They done, hit the man. spot. You know I mean, they I just, say. they just really get the job done. Yeah, they're fantastic. So, guys, what are you waiting for? Go to built.com and use promo code locked15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Remember that is promo code locked15 for 15% off at built.com. You know, Jason, it's funny. I remember when I was doing that for a while, I kept saying built bar instead of built.com. So hopefully all those people that I kept sending to builtbar.com, I assume that they were smart enough to understand built. Was the website you go to, and that that it popped up and whatnot? But I'm hoping that Bill didn't send anyone also, some weird website.
0: I hope that they also uh, own that domain, so it just like redirects you. Is my hope, but who knows? Yes, yeah,
1: I imagine they do. I imagine they, they have do to, to, right? to some extent.
0: <laughs> Yeah, they, you got
1: it. I mean, that would just be a poor because it was Built Bar. It was Bill we've been doing this, but we've been doing we've been praising these things for a long time to know. I mean, we're we're hard, hardcore fans. Um, but guys, of course, again, let me just reiterate. Thank you for making Locked On Padres and Locked On A's your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Jason, let's get into Bob Melvin. And since you are the Oakland A's guy, he's been with you for a long time. So I want to ask you, what can Padres fans just simply put? What can they look forward to? Why is it that this was a trending story? You know what I mean? Why is it that this was such a big deal that I'm getting so many text messages? Even though it's not like managers are usually making the waves in baseball. You know what I mean? So what is it that Padres fans should know?
0: He's a solid dude. That's really what it boils down to. He is a very well-respected person in baseball. Uh, He's going to give you the expectations, and then it's up to you to meet him. He's a great communicator, which was a big thing when he got hired over a decade ago. Uh, he, he knew, you you would know as a player when you would be in the lineup. And that was a big thing because, you know, platooning was starting to become a thing back in like 2011 when he got hired. These are things that players love. Players love playing for Bob Melvin. We saw a bunch of guys, uh, the two guys that I remember right, right off the top of my head were uh, Tony Kemp and uh, Chris Bassett. They both sent out just, the, this is the best guy that I have ever played for tweets. Uh, Dallas Braden mm-hmm. went on Instagram live, had a lot of choice words for a lot of people. And uh, he was basically saying like, <laughs> I, I am just upset that Bob Melvin is no longer going to be with the Oakland days. This is a whole crap show and blah, blah, blah. But uh, it, it's because everybody loves Bob Melvin. And I think that he's going to be granted. I didn't watch all of the Padres games, but the sense that I got, from Jace Tingler was, he was good. He was fine. But the thing that I know from not being in the Padres' weeds all the time was he didn't back up Fernando Tatis Jr. when he hit that grand slam on 3-0. And uh, that's the one thing, and Bob Melvin is going to be there for his players. He would joke all the time about how Ramon Laureano Uh, You know, the firecracker that Ramon Laureano is, was always in his office, just wanting to talk baseball and just pick his brain. And so he's always there for his players. Mm -hmm. He's going to stand up for his guys. And uh, I think that he's going to do a hell of a job with the San Diego Padres. One nitpicky thing that some A's fans uh, like to point out is that his bullpen management can be a little questionable at times. But um, as long as you got one guy that you rely on, like Yuzmero Petit, uh, and he can just go to that guy first out of the bullpen every game, then yeah, you'll be fine. Just, just have him use marrow Petit. He's probably going to be on the Padres now because Bob Melvin loves him so, so much. <laughs>
1: hey, I mean, the Padres, they their bullpen stepped back a bit in the second half, but they've got a little put of players there. Yeah. And not to mention, you know, Drew Pomeranz got hurt. They, they've got some they got decent some guys, so that's kind of nice. And but, Drew
0: Pomeranz, yeah, I believe, they, got, they got a couple played players under too. Bob Melvin when he was with the A's. I, I'm trying to remember when Pomeranz Did played. Did Profar for, play under him? I'm so, yeah, Profar was there at... Profile. Yeah, pro Mateo's a ago. free agent, correct? Yeah, okay, I know that they he got there, claimed by Baltimore. They, they crossed. Paths yeah, he was in Baltimore bit. for a quick. And of, uh, yeah, who, did you guys? Who's the reliever that you guys got from the Rays? I believe it was Emilio Pagán. Yeah, is he still there? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he's still he there. played under Bob Mellon for a year, to, so to the, to the chagrin yeah. of Padres fans. <laughs> so yeah, there, there's been. Some decent crossover with uh, some of these guys and Bob Melvin, so mm. there's some familiarity there. I think. Um, I do want to ask real quick before we get even deeper: Is do you guys need any more outfielders? Um.
1: So the problem, and this is what's so fascinating about the Padres, is like there's so many weird stopgap areas that they have. Mm. So like the infield, the left side of the infield is good. Then they have someone who. I think my new bit this off season is I won't name him on the podcast. (laughs) I'm just going to say the first baseman. I'll call him the wizard of something, something like that. You you get what I'm saying? Like I'll still use him in in the, in the, in the headlines and stuff. like that. Maybe he hits a lot of ground. I I personally cannot say the name anymore. Uh, My guests can say him. My guests can say the name, but I, we have that guy at first base. Um, I'm wondering how much, what I love about the signing so much, uh, kind of a little bit stomping on, on, on the, kind of the next part of this segment that we were going to talk about, but like one of the things I like about the segment is, or the signing is that it's just kind of a sign that they're not just going to kind of, you know, wilt away and they had a really bad second Mm -hmm. half. And now they're just going to get some random guy and then do a couple little trades and maybe they sign Anthony Disclofani. No, it feels like it's a sign that they're like, no, we're going big game hunting. We're getting a guy that, I mean, I knew who Bob Melvin was. But I knew who he was even before I started caring about baseball just because I'd heard him, like, all across the league. Like, a lot of people seem to like mm-hmm. Bob Melvin. Like, a lot of respect for this guy. A little bit of that, that Dusty Baker sort of energy to him. A little where bit, it's just, yeah. I don't yeah. hear any bad words. I don't hear, like, any bad words about the guy. And you know what? I like that. I talked about on my podcast how Ron Washington has a little bit of a, a checkered past, yes. dare I say. Um. So he's had some issues there, and I didn't know if that was the right vibe. Granted, I know that the Padres, they're not, you know – other teams in this sport that have had a lot bigger issues and then they still hire those people, <laughs> but it still was a, l- a little bit questionable. I didn't know if that was the energy to bring, even if I think Ron Washington as a GM or a manager was, was quite fine. I mean, he was great over in Texas. Um, I just thought there were other options. I did not know Bob Melvin was just going to be available. And it's really crazy. Like what you mentioned before about, you know, they pick up the option and then he's just kind of, you know, he's just there and it just happens out of nowhere. Yeah. That's what's so that's the part I can't understand. I heard every U- San Diego Union-Tribune, The Athletic, MLB.com, had Gaslamp, whatever you I want to shout out, everybody that I've talked to, there was like 97 candidates that people have brought up. Ozzie Guillen's name, they interviewed him last week.
0: That would have been a while all back, of a sudden, it?
1: it's like, well, actually, we went for Bob <laughs> Melvin. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lot to think about, but that's my personal First thing, and also, yes, uh, we could use some outfielders. Okay. You want to take, we'll give you a Will Myers expiring nope. and a prospect, maybe. Probably not. And hey, hey, well, I'm not just gonna end it at that. I'm just saying, like, maybe I mean, Will Myers is not a terrible player, He's they're like not adding like payroll, slightly, slightly they're average. not
0: doing that. Um, my <laughs> yeah, guess is that maybe I don't know if the if asking price would be met, but Bob Melvin does like Ramon Laureano quite a bit. And so that could yeah. be a nice pairing, a nice fit as a trade target. Um, you guys have got some good prospects too. I don't know. Grisham for Loriana straight up. Ooh, probably not because the window of contention's not there. They'd probably want to go yeah. a little bit younger, maybe single A, double A, maybe. I think that they're probably going to want. So that'd their... be Rob
1: Hassel probably is the big one.
0: Yeah, they'd probably want their window, their next window of contention to be hopefully when the new ballpark opens in four years? I don't we don't know when it's going to open, but if it's in Oakland, probably looking at four or five years and then uh aiming for that window. And this is hopefully the last uh rebuild we gotta go through. But it assuming that there is a rebuild because this isn't necessarily a promising sign, and there were reports that Bob Melvin was not happy. Uh and you can only imagine that that is uh, you know, being a manager for your hometown team and uh you know with a pretty Good group of players. You can't imagine that he wasn't happy with the job. It had to be that they the direction that they were going to be going this offseason. And so uh it's going to be a long winter, but lots of content coming your way from Locked on A's. Um, I joked in our group chat yeah,
1: absolutely man. I
0: joked in our group chat that every week I'm just gonna be talking I'm, I'm gonna have five guests on from five different shows. We're gonna be doing crossovers. <laughs> it's like all right, make me your pitch on metals and and then it, it, that's one week and then the next week it's Matt Chapman. and then maybe we maybe we make a trade could be fun. It could be a good time as long as everybody you should wants do to like do the crossovers. background. You should do the
1: background people who are seeing our background you should do like the storage wars thing. And then you could have someone in the background. All right, we got we got Clint Fraser and, and, and Miguel and Duhar from the Yankees. We got like like get like a really crazy auction going. Oh, or that whatever. would be, that could be a, lot
0: a of fun. wild like Friday episode crossover. I do four, and then I, I just start <laughs> calling out. That would be so much fun. Do we have the capabilities of doing a crossover like that with uh Can we have, we have the five people of doing
1: more than just two people? Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Okay, I. That's a fun.
0: fantastic idea. Hey, hey, take that one, man. Hey, if, take if that you're one. on Locked On A's and you want to see that happen, I will figure out how to get a five-box thing on here for your screens. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> also, Absolutely. make sure to follow both of our shows, Locked On Padres, Locked On A's on YouTube. Uh, comment, like, subscribe, do all the things that you need to do down there. But uh, we got some more coming up here on this special crossover for you it's not a special crossover for me this is a terrible terrible crossover (laughs) regardless of who i'm talking to but uh we gotta we gotta take one quick little break here and that's because we are back and better than ever a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props odds and lines than ever before bet online is your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just enter the promo code locked on for your welcome bonus. That is code locked on. That is one word all caps locked on. I don't know why I did this. You I know, mean, it separated it. It's together, locked on. <laughs> From basketball, football, baseball, postseason. We only got a few more games left. In the, in the postseason and in the baseball season in general. So get your bets in there. They also got the NHL, boxing, and UFC right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. And that's because bet online is where the game starts. That's all I got. <laughs> yes sir flip the script the, ladies and gentlemen script has been flipped. not a fan uh um, look man, i'm looking and, forward and to the move for you honestly on. yeah what happened I, i'm looking forward to this this addition for the padres they're a team that i don't yeah. dislike and arguably like quite a bit so when good people go there especially for my team i have no problem uh wishing them success so uh, it sucks as an A's fan, but as a baseball mm. fan who likes seeing good things happen to good people, this is a great move for Bob Melvin. And I totally understand why he would want to leave the A's to go to San Diego and uh, have a much better shot, probably with how things are going to be going this winter at getting that World Series championship. So uh, good job for Bob Melvin.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and you mentioned that, like uh, you mentioned on Twitter, like you were like, hey, if it's going to be a team, the Padres, like it's very Look, I mean, I I say this as the Padres host, so it comes off as being like, of course you're going to say this, but like, they really were like when they're at their best, they're like one of the most exciting teams in the game. I'd argue, still the most exciting with all the players they had. I mean, there's a reason why it's been a while since I was able to proudly display any Padres gear. You know what I mean? I'm finally excited that I get to do something. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's, this is basically only going to be it. I thought it was going to be like Gold Glove, Silver Slugger stuff. That's what I thought it was going to be, but instead it was the at least for the immediate future. Um, and instead, it's funny because the only thing that I called was, you know, and, and I actually shouted to the person who did tweet at me on Twitter, who was like, yeah, well, Lockdown Padres is still going. I see that some of you only like doing content when they're good, but he's still going at it mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was like, thank you, man. I mean, I've been miserable on the show and you know, <laughs> becoming the joker more and more, but like, thank you. I mean, but but it, it's it's a good point where my basic call was, I don't think people realize that, there was really a, a high chance that there's going to be a lot happening this offseason. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Padres are getting rid of a lot of people. They got rid of their farm director, their pitching coach. They brought in the guy from Cleveland, Ruben Cibla, Uh Tiebla. Hold on. Is that the right name? I am blanking on the name right now. It's Ruben. I know it's Ruben. I am. I apologize. Mr. I'll try and Ruben. find it in a little bit. Mr. Ruben. You ever seen oceans 11 yeah. <laughs> for, for Ruben, man, for Ruben. Uh, so, so he's great. And it's like, that's already just the beginning. We haven't even gotten into the winter meetings and all that stuff. Everybody on Padres Twitter has been like, they're ready to just burn him at the stake. AJ probably yeah. right now. Like they're, they've are they turned on him so fast. And in fairness, there is warrant. In fairness, there is a, a good amount of warrant. However, my thing with him is that my my take was he basically needs to do what happened in 2015, which is he has to reload. He loves firing, you know, the entire chamber and everything. He loves unleashing the entire magazine clip, uh, with that, even if there might not be enemies in sight, apparently. Sometimes <laughs> he just goes for it. You know, what I mean? search and destroy, Call of Duty. He fires all over the place. And sometimes you get a triple kill and it's great, like your Tatis trades. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's a little bit of a blah, 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 blah with guys like, you know, I mean, Snell with the exception of the last month, which I actually don't think was a fluke. I'm, I'm hopeful with will snow, but like Darvish and a lot of these guys giving up 31 players for nine players in total, you have to hope that they all hit and not all of them did. But the bottom line is he did this in 2015, too. Mm -hmm. He absolutely blew up a lot of the farm system, traded for Myers. That was bad. Traded for Matt Kemp. That was bad. Traded for Justin Upton. That was bad. He was good, but that was bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Craig Kimball, very good. All that stuff, right? But then he reloaded. He makes the James Shields for Tatis trade. Mm -hmm. The Grisham trade is at minimum a stalemate right now, in my opinion. I think that at least I still think Grisham has potential, although I'm worried about him. But that's the thing is I thought we're going to have a lot to talk about. Even if there's nothing that happens, there that'll still be something to talk yep. about. Uh, I think that the Padres are clearly showing that they're going to do a lot. They know this ownership group, like they spent a lot of money this past year. And I think people sometimes forget, like they know they spent it at Machado and, and Tatis, but like their payroll is massive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not who the Padres are. They are trying to change their team. And I, I do credit ownership. They're not perfect in every area like with minor leaguers and whatnot. But when it comes to the the style, the culture that they're trying to, you know, kind of create here with the Padres, it's that they want to make it a thing. Maybe they saw the Chargers leave and they were like, great, screw you guys. We're going to step in and make this San Diego is going to be only Padres stuff because there's a little bit of a vacancy there now. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. They're earning decent revenue. They have a decent population. So maybe that's what they're trying to you know go for. And right now it's really exciting. I like this move. Now it's not the be all and end all as if they signed a great player or if they traded for a great player. Those are the things where I start begging AJ Peller to kill me. Oh, don't get me wrong. I, do I have to do one of my AJ Preller please kill me monologues? <laughs> I don't know if I, I have to do one yet, Jason. Uh,
0: for for oh, me, I'm, I'll say for again, again not, not super plugged into the Padres, but for me on the outside, it looked like the Padres dealt with just a uh, a huge amount of injuries, so I was like, "Yeah, that's why they're not doing so well right now," is because most of their team is just hurt or playing hurt and not up yeah. to the expectations. And so, for me, that doesn't go on the GM, um, but to to each fan base their own. What, am I completely off base on that, um, or is it what were they just it's, it's, not it's... playing great before the injuries too? It's,
1: it's injuries combined with just a lot of people underperforming. It's, I think that they're, it's hard though. Cause literally everybody underperformed with the exception of Musgrove, Tatis Machado and, um and that's it. And Jake Cronenworth, yeah. like it was basically those four guys. And then Mark Melanton, I guess you could say as their reliever, but then everybody, it wasn't just like, I mean, Hassan Kim couldn't hit Trent Grisham got worse this year. Tommy Pham. Worst batter among the five worst batters in baseball with runners in scoring position, which makes me want to jump off a cliff. I was like, what are you doing? His WRC plus with nobody on base this year was like 120. Or like, no, not 120, that maybe not that high, but it was like 110 or something like that. Yeah. You know what it was with nobody? It was like 37 with <laughs> runners in scoring position. I was like, what are you doing, Tommy Fan? Oh, and it was he like fit right I in just, with the so age because he has a good eye at the plate. There was a lot of stuff. You had the Darvish thing. You know, everybody talks about the sticky stuff. So it was health things. Some people say that Darvish had some back stuff. In that case, uh, guys, put them on the IL. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? Um, I, I think it's a mixture of both things. The thing about the Padres, though, is you, I said this heading into last year, which got me some credit from fans, which was, you know, they have some pieces, mm-hmm. and you can look at twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two, I should say now, and say maybe they were so bad that there's going to be at least a regression to maybe 87 wins, 88 wins, which isn't, like, great, great, and it's certainly a little bit disappointing given the kind of the the aspiration that the team had. But that shows you already that it's like they're not an awful baseball team. Yeah. This is not Miami. This is not, you know, uh, uh, you know the 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 angels this is not one of those teams like there's still a lot of stuff here and it's a team trying to win now so there's definitely a lot of hope for the future
0: and to that point one guy that usually gets the most out of their team and helps them overachieve is Bob Melvin so uh, that is a very very nice addition maybe you go from 87 to 90 by hiring a manager and then you get you know a little bit better health maybe a couple of pieces here mm-hmm. it could be a 95 97 win team that would hopefully be good enough to make Atlanta did it. Yeah. Like, like that. I think that we have to remember that biggest impediment. I think how much do the giants actually go all the the way in because they've got an entire starting Mm -hmm. rotation uh, hitting free agency, but uh, yeah, the Dodgers are going to be good, but are they both going to be a lot
1: better than this past off season, by the way. And I'm saying that as someone who my team was like the star of last off season, (laughs) but there's so many guys in free agency. Mm -hmm. Uh, like a lot deeper of a pool. You might not have that like George Springer guy, but then you still got Freddie Freeman. You got even Adam Duvall's kind of interesting. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's a lot of guys all over the place. That I think teams will be looking for it, it. It's true though. It's true. I think that with the manager, yeah, you could be looking at that. But my thing is this guys, I say this over and over the but it's like baseball's stupid. Like <laughs> a lot of dumb things happen at baseball where it's like, how the heck did the Cardinals who tra- their big moves at the trade deadline? What did they do? Jason J a hap. And John Lester, Ooh. and then what happens? They won eighteen games in a row. Sometimes there's yeah. like this almost like arbitrary BS that happens seemingly in baseball. Sometimes look at Atlanta. No one thought they'd be this far, and they're nope. in a World Series yeah. now. They lose Acuna, they lose Marcel Zuna, who should never be allowed on a baseball field again. They lose Mike Soroka after a, a setback with his injury. Mm-hmm. They lose somebody else that I'm forgetting. Um, uh, like it's just uh, was it you did know I say Acuna? Or no? Uh,
0: no, no, it was a uh, Oscar I, oh, You know, you know what? Oh, after, after he
1: punches a bench, it's. Uh, it was just like a, a total season from hell from them. And then they're they're in the World Series. So, like, why can't that happen for the Padres? I know why Padres fans are pessimistic about it because they don't develop their pitchers well. Their offensive department is a little bit different, but for pitching, they don't develop it well. It is the Padres, after all. People don't have as much faith for them to figure things out and get the best out of their players. But this is a nice move mm-hmm. that I did not expect. I thought what my biggest fear was a no-name guy who A.J. Preller knew from you know college or from Texas <laughs> Rangers or whatever the heck. Like I didn't want to go through that again. Yeah. This shows he was like, no, 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 we're going big game hunting. Yeah. I've heard some of the criticisms. No, I want to bring in a guy. How will they let him just do his thing? Is he going to – we'll have to see how that plays out. But in terms of the thinking, in terms of the immediate moment, it's just a nice, it's a nice piece. It's a nice start considering we haven't even gotten to the winter meetings yet.
0: And for the A's, I have no idea who they're going to go after. I guess we'll see what the list looks Wait, like. You guys just going to have a fire snow? I, I assume so. <laughs> okay. Um That should be fun. I'm looking forward to turning into the uh Locked on Orioles podcast. I'm going to be reaching out for lots of tips <laughs> on how to get through an entire season. It'll be really but, fun um, like, off season, then the regular season is going to come in. You're going to be like, yeah, oh, God, 20 games in. <laughs> this is a <laughs> I'm like, Hey, let's talk about the Las Vegas Aviators. This should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, But I, I think that Mark Kotze is at least going to be interviewed. He's been uh, Bob Melvin's uh, bench coach for the last few years. He, he'll he be at least be interviewed unless some weird things happen. And so right now in my head, he's probably the front runner because I don't know who else they would necessarily consider because it's going to be a rebuild project. I've seen, you know, a lot of fans clamoring for Ron Washington. You mentioned his checkered uh, history in the past, but maybe he's the right guy for a rebuild because he likes teaching the fundamentals of baseball. But at the same time, is he the right guy at his age for a rebuild? Or do you want to see him get a team that's closer to contention? Or does he have, is he allowed to get one of those teams? So uh, we'll see on that regard. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who the A's go with because Bob Melvin's been here for a while now. He's been through two contending teams or, you know, core teams with uh, the Josh Donaldson, Brandon Moss, uh, Sean Doolittle era in 2012 uh, through 2014. And then this last one from uh, 2017 to 2020. So, yeah, it's been a while since they've had a, was it? I was it like, Ken Maka was the last one? Uh, somebody will check me in the comments on that. But yeah, Ken Maka, potentially the last manager. I'm not counting 2006 because that was one year um, that actually had a run of postseason appearances for the A's. I'm gonna look that up. You you talk for a second. I'm gonna look that up real quick.
1: Hey man, I, I would love to talk. I'm feeling so like happy right now. I mean, I literally just texted my friends because I'm be- when I'm like in a good mood. I don't become like a jerk trash talker. I become a clear, like I'm, I become a bit, you know what I mean? I become a bit of myself where I'm like texting my friends, Kyler Murray, a fraud, just for no reason. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> like, like he's very, very good. It's just that they lost. So now I'm just talking so much nonsense. And it's not even, I'm like, look, I have obviously, but it's just, it becomes a bit for me where I'm just going to just say all this dumb stuff. Like, uh, yeah, man. I mean, AJ Preller, I, I mean, Jason, can I do it? Can I do it? Yeah, do it. AJ Preller, AJ Preller, I want you to take the energy sword from Halo and slash me to ribbons and then use my bones as ammunition for your medieval catapult and then launch it towards Dodger's headquarters. AJ Preller is somewhat back. (laughs) He's somewhat back for now. Uh, I love the man. I haven't been able to do a I I hope he kills me moment in a while. Lately, that's been result more with my quarterback in football lately. But uh, AJ Peller, I just think that this is a nice bounce back. And it is a good, great example for Padres fans to remember. It's not over yet. It's just not over yet. Uh, it, it was a really, really bad season. And it's going to be hard. But, hey, man, no one ever said it would be easy. And guess what? The Dodgers lost it. So who cares? They spent like $500 <laughs> gajillion dollars, which is probably going to so be the next money. Yeah, they're they probably spent as much of the budget for the next Avengers movie with with Kang the Conqueror, whoever that's going to be the villain, and they and they oh, lost fun. to you know who, who, who they lose to uh, the Atlanta. More, the lost to Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah, they lost to like you know Jack Peterson it was like calls four days better. ago. <laughs> <Pearl>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot for a sec. They lost to like <laughs> Jack Peterson who had, like the pearl necklace and everything. Like, yeah. like great. Uh, it's almost like the Dodgers uh, are better known the last decade for losing every year in the playoffs, and we have to stop pretending. That, They're that's the Atlanta they Braves of the nineties. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Rays are the same thing, by the way. Anyway, guys, um, Jason. Before we wrap this up, do you have it? Look, good organization, great organizations. But I'm just saying, guys, let's just remember, I haven't won a World Series yet. The Dodgers did, I know, last year in a truncated season. But like, I'm just saying,
0: win, win, win one. Just win one. That's all I'm asking for. Well, also, anyway, great podcast hosts <laughs> over at uh, Locked On Rays with Ulysses and the other one. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shouts fired, Shots Kevin. Kevin Weiss. Weiss, my dude. Uh, Jason, do you have any final uh,
1: questions or thoughts before we wrap this up?
0: Best of luck to Bob Melvin. And uh, Locked On A's is going to have lots of things to talk about. So, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for saying that, Jason. You must subscribe to Locked On A's. It is a great podcast. I tune in. Jason's very good. Jason's very good. I like the little sound bites at the beginning and whatnot. And as yeah. always, guys, thank you for making Locked On Padres and Locked On A's your first listen every day. Uh, Jason, you got any cool upcoming episodes? I know you're going to be talking about this Bob Melvin stuff, I imagine. But you got any special stuff? You got any teasers you want to get out there?
0: I, I had been doing, uh, I, I had, on Monday, I explained the Rule 5 draft and the guys that would be coming off of the roster and how many spots were going to be available for the guys that would be Rule 5 eligible. And I had planned on doing that. For tomorrow's episode. Uh, but then this happened. And also now it looks like there's gonna be a lot more spots opened up after the A's uh, do a full <laughs> fire sale. So I don't know that it matters anymore. <laughs> yeah, I feel that so, for in my other podcast. Words, I'll probably be speculating and looking at a bunch of prospects. And uh there, there's there there is one guy that I know that is great at prospects as well.
1: Uh yeah, I've heard of him. I've heard of him for sure, guys. That's a good transition, Jason. Thank you so much. Now make your second listen, Locked On MLB Prospects, which is hosted by Arm Layton, and he is a prospect encyclopedia. I call him a prospect freak, but encyclopedia is a nicer word, I guess you could say. And he's going deep on all the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available on all platforms. There's in my podcast, a lot of crossovers planning, uh, unless the Padres do something crazy, which I don't think they will, at least for the next week but you never know you never know uh but we'll be doing that stuff we'll be talking with jeff ellis of Locked On indians about some reuben stuff the reuben table stuff Rebla. dang it i am awful for not remembering this man's name nibla i think it's nibla anyway uh i'm gonna stop before i keep digging my own grave uh, <laughs> uh also gonna be talking with taylor blake ward who's the former host of Locked On angels gonna be hopefully getting that sometime next week talking about book stuff Because books are good. I'm reading one right now. I don't know about you, Jason. It's called Sophomores. It's really good. I tweeted a thing about how the character yells at his son for saying he's a Dodgers fan, which I appreciated very much. Um, So that's really a lot of fun. Bunch of crossovers, bunch of content. And it's still a World Series going on. So baseball, guys, it is still good, even if it doesn't always love you back. And with that all being said, that about does it for today's edition of the Locked On Padres and Locked On A's podcast the best pods, better than the teams themselves sometimes, if we're being perfectly honest with you. definitely we're free and available on all platforms, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Javapeno, J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O, and also at L-O underscore Padres. You know, L-O underscore Padres. It's a Twitter account, duh, obviously, for the show. And then Jason by Jason B., which, for the record, both elite Twitter handles, in my opinion. I think we're both doing pretty good with that. Um, and then, of course, Locked On A's for the Twitter and both of us on YouTube going to be in the description of the podcast guys. And until next time, stay safe. And of course, stay faithful. My prior faithful homies. Take care. It's Ruben
0: Niebla.